0: We are a day earlier than usual. It's nice and simple. Tomorrow, I realize my life is going to be crazy. I'm going to be running around the place. So I'm like, okay, we'll do it today instead. That's how the world works. That's how life works. That's what we're doing. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining me, especially if you are joining me live on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash the Miller Report rules. Don't forget you're also on audio, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, whatever. Everything but Spotify. For some reason, Spotify doesn't like me. Uh, if you're on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. You know how it works. Like the video, share. Do all those things you're meant to do when you're on YouTube. And of course, I do have a patron, which is how I'm able to do all of this. That's where the income from the podcast is sourced. It's patreon.com forward slash Miller 316 And just to throw it in that I have merchandise too. simonmiller.bigcartel.com and The reason I'm throwing that out there is because I'm back. My, my wrestling is back when you're done here. And I'll go watch Ups and Downs for Raw, obviously, at 2 p.m. over What Culture Wrestling. But also go to Defiant Wrestling's YouTube page and you can see my comeback promo. You can see what happened afterwards and know that on Saturday, this Saturday in Newcastle, uh, where is it? The Students' Union in Cumbria, all on Defiant Wrestling's uh, webpage. You can just go there and make my in ring return on an episode of of loaded. Isn't that exciting? All this time with a bad shoulder, probably going into the other one, but who gives a crap? It's all about going out there and living your dreams. I went to training last night. I'm feeling good. I'm ready. Now let's get good at this wrestling shiz. I do want to shout out, especially to the podcast audience who has been uh, through it all with me. Thank you so much for the support and the love and the... Just everything. You have no idea how much it helps. It's inspirational. It's motivational. And now we do this together. The pro wrestling journey continues. It started all the way back in July 2016. Now we're coming in July 2019. Let's see if we can get this stuff going. Hand on the heart, excuse me, for the shout out in the super chat. Silence is her weapon zero. Kind of a spooky username, but I like it. It's the Miller Report experience. Damn right. It's the Miller Report experience. Don't worry. We are going to talk about that. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Let's get going. Let's talk about the um, well, the title. I, I mean, let, listen, I'm not going to wrong. I have framed it in a way that is more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More on the lines of what a lot of people on social media are saying. Obviously, either you watched it live or you woke up and you found out through the medium of via Twitter, YouTube, whatever, that Bray Wyatt is back and he's got a very, very strange new gimmick. So I wanted to tap into that a little bit, uh, but I'll just, let, I'll just let you know. I thought it was great. <laughs> I loved it. I would admit when I first watched it, didn't like it so much. It was jarring, and my instinct reaction. We talk about this on ups and downs again. Check that at two p.m. What culture wrestling? But my instinct reaction was, "What are we doing? Why? why? I don't. I don't understand it." But I think that's the point. It's layered, like dodgeball. Let me take my seat down a little bit. That was too much. Uh, it's it's layered, like dodgeball. Like it's. There's so many little things, and I think it's very, very much inspired by the likes of well, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, and loads of other... I mean, there's another thing called... Was it Chosen"? No. it was something on MTV where they used. They were very focused on puppets and cartoons, which really screwed up. And they did things that, <clears throat> excuse me, they shouldn't have done. But that's... Okay, I hate the word, but it's true. It's overused. That was the juxtaposition, right? The juxtaposition was look at this cute cartoon, however, we're doing all this screwed up stuff with it. Adventure Time kind of does it as well, a little bit, a little bit, not really, but there's a lot of weirdness there you probably wouldn't expect when you first see the cartoon, and I think that's what we're doing with Bray White, but we don't know. I won't tell you if I gave it an up or a down, you can check that out, because there are certain things I talk about, but we don't know where this is going. And it could be one of those things where we get six months down the line and we have to shrug our shoulders and go, this sucks. It's rubbish. Uh, The best comparison I've heard so far is it's either going to be The Undertaker or it's going to be Papa I quite like that. It's a good way to look at it. Or it could be a gobbledygooker thing. But I want to applaud WWE and Bray Wyatt for doing something different. And I absolutely want to applaud them because, again, I think there's something there. The more Go watch it a few times. And it's kind of... There's different things you can kind of take away from it. The biggest thing to me, was his hands, right? So one hand, he has heel, and the other, he has hurt. And before, well, there's other things. It's meant to be a children's, a kids' TV show, and you got canned laughter and canned booing from children. But it's some of the things he says, he talks about being punished for being Bray Wyatt, which, the old school Bray Wyatt, which is, you know, he used the word before punished, but it was quite extreme. He had a chainsaw, and at one point, he had a cardboard cutout of the old version, and he sawed its head off. And before he did that, he put the heel glove, uh, sorry, the hurt glove to his ear, and it whispered something to him, I'm gonna guess, you know, screw that crap up. And that's, you know, the, again, it's very, very light, and the puppets themselves, what is it, Mercy the Buzzard, and is it Peppy the Witch, Puppy? I think it's Peppy, Pippy. You know, they do look, I think, intentionally ridiculous. But Again, having listening to your hand and then chainsawing off a cardboard box while you're surrounded by puppets in this very bright studio, very Mr. Rogers or Pee Wee Herman. There's something there. Like There is something there. It doesn't mean it's going to work. Lee Meadows just mentioned reminds me of Brodus Clay. I thought the same thing when I woke up this morning, my friend. I thought this reminds me of the swerve when we thought Brodus Clay was going to be this badass and he was the Funkasaurus. A uh, quick shout out to Say Uncle in the super chat. I always appreciate that support who says is AJ turning heel I don't think so but we'll talk about it. don't worry it's on my list we'll absolutely get to that my friend Uh, I I don't think no but I really enjoyed what WWE did with AJ Styles but yeah I I think that I, I was the same I was a bit worried about it but now you know I just I think they could have a lot of fun with this and if we get to week three and there's some proper disturbing stuff going on. I mean, you're going to have to tread the boards to make it work in terms of what PG is. I think we're going to love it. I think it will absolutely revitalize uh, Bray Wyatt. I think it will get rid of this argument, oh, we're all so boring. Every week they do the same thing. Well, no, they don't. Because look, they're doing this crazy stuff now. So we can't throw that accusation at them anymore. And I applaud them again for giving it a go. Even if they do completely bone it and we go, oh, this is awful... I would much rather WWE throws themselves into the fire pit and gets burned as opposed to not doing it. So I, I can't, I, I'm excited. Like I excited. I'm really, really excited. I think that I, I don't care. I, I want it to succeed, but I don't really care if it does or doesn't because everyone was talking about it. Bray White's probably the only dude that could pull this off. So yeah, it's two thumbs up from me to the to the at the moment. Uh, J Real in the super chat always get the hand on the heart. The change was definitely needed. How all of this translates into the ring is another thing, and that is the other point I wanted to talk about. J Real coming in there with the good points. You're right. At the moment, it's just a cool idea backstage. We need to... I mean, does he come out with the puppets to the ring? Do the puppets get involved? Is he going to have like Bray White cult leaders that come out wearing the puppets? Does that work? Is it too stupid? There's a lot of questions to be answered, which is why I don't think we can jump down the throat of it right now, which did make ups and downs very hard. Again, 2 p.m., what culture wrestling? If you're watching this live, if not in the audio, you're like shut up, man, I don't care. But that's what made it difficult. And I tell you, first time I saw it, I didn't like it. I think I watched it four times because I felt like I need to... I need to watch this in a different way. And Bray White is deliberately doing an over the top campy performance, you know, kind of playing up to the camera. And again, look how brightly lit it is. So, you know, uh, silence is her weapon again, zero. If Blue's Clues met Freddy Krueger that worked at Walmart, that's what I got from his clothes. Exactly, even his clothes. I will say his clothes looked a bit like he was wearing the next generation Star Trek gear. But, you know, what can you do? But, yeah, it is all those things. It is absolutely Blue's Clues. And he did look like Freddy Krueger, the red and the black. I'm imagining that's intentional. I don't think there was one thing we saw in that that wasn't intentional. And, again, on my Twitter feed, which I forgot to put on the screen today, at Simon316, same on Instagram, go and give me a follow. It's always nice to get there. And a subscribe. Do that again. Subscribe to YouTube. Always good. But, um, yeah, when, I've lost my train of thought, never, never do this. It was, I tweeted out a joke saying, if you just clipped the bit when it goes, hi, I'm Mercy the Buzzard, and you were showing someone wrestling for the first time, they think you were crazy. My joke fell on deaf ears, it sometimes does on the internet. I wasn't saying it was bad, but I'm saying with no context, what on earth would you think if you don't know who Bray Wyatt is, and you've never watched wrestling before? That's what I found most funny about it. But, you know, that happens. Shout out to Tor Gregory in the super chat. It's sinister suggested TV host that buzz scared me. Also gave me Jimmy Savile vibes. Um, Well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I appreciate the, the the. I know what you mean. I see what you're saying. Uh, it's sinister suggested kids TV host that buzz scared me. Do you mean buzz as in the, the Sony game? They had buzz. Uh, maybe you don't need that. But it, uh, that's what it is. It's meant to creep you out. I mean, it's absolutely meant to creep you out. And that's why I like it you know because the thing is with the vignettes the videos they played beforehand i didn't much like the velociraptor one which i'm going to keep calling it just because the char grin of everybody else uh the puppet one the doll one really got me like it really made me feel uncomfortable And if if they can bring that out of you, that is potentially even better than Bray Wyatt. Because wrestling's always at its best when you have an emotional response to it. And if Bray Wyatt can actually creep me out for real, I don't think he ever creeped me out. He kind of spooked me a little bit, I guess, or I found his last gimmick interesting. But if he can actually spook me out, uh, sorry, creep me out with this thing, I think we're on to something. Quick shout out to, uh, I've lost it because of the super chat. chat. Yeah, where are you? Where have you gone? Shout out to my man, X Shadow Man supporting us in the super chat. Always appreciate it. I like it. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I completely understand the criticism. If you don't like it, that's cool. But it's one of those things I think we've got to let play out. But look, we're talking about it, man. And it's different. I tell you, we had five minutes on Raw that felt like nothing. A, it wasn't backstage. It wasn't in the ring. It was in an oddly lit studio. It did all the things that we wanted WWE to do for a while. So I tip my hat to them. I look forward to it. It could absolutely bomb. And, but that's cool. It's all right if it bombs. Let's just segue into it. The Viking Experience. <laughs> They're no longer called the Viking Experience, hopefully, because WWE heard the reaction and thought, okay, we've got to change this. Shout out to the moment, at the moment, 300. Oh, for a split second there, 316 people were watching. Always got to shout that out, 316. They're not called the Viking Experience anymore. They are called the Viking Raiders. Now, look. I, I again, shout out to WWE for making that change. Uh, before we do, do that, shout out to my good friend, Alania DeBose, who's also got in the super chat. Get the hand on the heart. So glad you're talking about this, the Bray Wyatt stuff. Whole segment was madness, Mr. Rogers, Pee Wee Herman, and Norman Bates in a blender. Norman Bates is a great shout. Norman Bates, sorry, is a great shout. So is Pee Wee Herman. I know we mentioned that before, but it is Pee Wee Herman esque. I think Bray Wyatt has been off TV for a long time. I think he's constructed something here. And the good thing is, because maybe he's been given free reign to go with it. I think potentially potentially maybe they know where they're going for the next eight weeks and WWE is good when you know where you're going. <laughs> so you know, when you have a plan and no one can change it, it works. If all of these have been filmed, we will see. We will I tell you, there's there's something in this uh, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Uh, yeah, going back to the, the the Viking Raiders again, shout out to WWE for making the change. It does sound like a Super Bowl clash, the Viking Raiders. Not sure if the Vikings, the Raiders have ever played. Probably not, but it sounded like that to me. The issue I have with it is the way that they translate this information to you, or the way they, you know, make sure this information gets into your ears. One, why... Is Michael Cole pretending, and Corey Graves, and Renner Young. Why are they all pretending they weren't called the Viking Experience last week? They were. You are allowed to tell me that they've changed their name. You can come up with something other, just pretending. And then when there's finisher, it's called the, the Viking Experience. I quite like their finisher. Maybe not as good as the fallout, but they still look good. It's still got a reaction from me. But when you then call their finisher, you know, the Viking Experience, which was their name last week, and just pretend that's how it was... Then you irk me a little bit. You really, really do. You irk me. Because (laughs) the commentary is meant to be my conduit to all of this. And yet I'm fighting with them because I don't understand. So as you'll see on ups and downs, that really made me go a bit crazy again. Although I did do it for effect. You tune into my show, I give you the behind the scenes facts. I did go over the top because it makes me laugh when I watch it back. I'm not going to lie. But at least they changed their name. Uh, why the hell they had to call the thing the viking experience i don't know but who cares right we got what we wanted so i don't think we can we can be too down on it. it's just the way the commentary bring it to us that's what we've got to change just be honest with it they changed their names it's still Evar and eric or whatever they Ivar, whatever the hell they're calling them shout out to frequently fly in the super chat gloriously ravishing robert rude think that'll be something that translates uh, where I got, i've got that in two segments my friend frequently fly so i promise we will talk about that Uh, over the next over the next two but yeah the 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 commentary is I'm not gonna say it's bad because they're getting fed things and I don't like to say anyone's doing a bad job because I don't think they are I don't necessarily think if we were put in the same position that we would fly either but I I could it just made me face palm. I was like great they're the Viking Raiders still a weird name but cool but then then we're going back to (laughs) the Viking experience with the finisher name I don't understand it. Shout out to Silence is Our Weapon Zero in the super chat. Get the hand of the heart. The gimmick doesn't make the man. The man makes the gimmick, unless your name is Beaver Cleavage. True. It's going to take some time to get used to, like the new Daniel Bryan. Dude, very astute. Very wise. I totally agree with you. Again, if you gave this to Bobby Roode, who we will talk about in a minute, Frequently Fly, but if we give it to Bobby Roode, he won't be able to do it. So Robert Roode, I should say. So, you know... We've got to we've got to see how Bray White gets on. He's proved before he can do it. He just got ruined by bad booking and never being able to win. I keep my fingers crossed. There you go. They're crossed. Head and eye. We'll see what happens. Uh, right. The other thing that happened on Raw was there's a lot of champions losing. So I thought this was worth touching upon. Look, I talk about the AJ Styles stuff that somebody wanted to talk about earlier as well. I loved it. I know we've done the triple threat match. Then go on to the winner goes on to get in the main event before. But look, we had AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio brilliant right absolutely brilliant who who hasn't wanted to see that match i think we've all wanted to see that match um and it was great and you know the other one was baron corbin versus drew mcintyre versus uh the miz not as great but still good and the winner of those two matches faced off in the main event and then they'll go on to take on seth rollins at money in the bank that is nice and simple nice and easy makes perfect sense excuse me <clears throat> so i got no issue with that um but in the Samoa Joe match, he took the pin, even though he's a United States champion. And then the Iconics, who had a match with Naomi as they carry on that feud, they lost as well. And you can, you can see that WWE has decided, well, if you've got a title, we think you can lose. Because I guess your, your strength or your momentum continues on because you've got a championship. That's starting to irk me again. That's another thing. It's one like of Miller's irk. I mean, not a lot. I, I'll forget about it as soon as we're done here. But it was just something that stood out for me this time. I don't really get why they do it, especially someone like Samaru Joe. He cut a promo early in the night saying he wants two belts, like Becky Lynch. I was like, yeah, you get those two belts. But it was never going to happen. And I think the, re- the the reason it's hard to suspend your disbelief sometimes when you watch those matches... Is because of stuff like that. I'm like, I've seen Samoa Joe get pinned so many times as the US champ. How on earth is he all of a sudden going to become the world champ and the US champ? It seems unrealistic. But I am glad AJ Styles won. Um, not over the moon that Baron Corbin won, but I, I kind of, when that happened, I was like, oh man, it probably means AJ Styles is going gonna, is gonna to win, which he did. I don't think he's going to go heel, going back to the question I answered earlier. I think you can easily get away with a face-versus-face Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles match. A lot of people seem perturbed, thinking, why didn't we build to this? And i tell you why. It's simple as this. I don't think WWE wants to do this feud, but they realize the fans want to, so they've decided, let's just do it now. You know? Let's just do it now, then we're done. And that's fine. That's compromise. We get that match for the title on a pay-per-view like Money in the Bank in four weeks, which people like. And then they'll go off and they may never come back together again. But if it's not in the plans and WWE don't want to do it, I'd much rather they just threw it out there now. Which is what they did. So I can't complain about that. Let's pop to the Super Chat. Loads of Super Chats today. I appreciate it. All the hands on the heart. You make me happy. make me excited. Bobby AJ, who would you have on your commentary team for WWE? It's a great question. I'd um, I would, I would put Mauro Rolando there if I could. But I get that's not his bag. So, But if it were in Dreamtown, I'd have him. I think Corey Graves is good when he's not being fed silly lines, just my opinion. And as a third guy, well I wouldn't have a third guy. If it's my commentary team, I'd have two. I think Moro and Corey Graves would be an awesome updated version of JR and the King. I don't think you ever want to look too far back because you trip up, but I think that would work. So they would be they would be my two. I do I don't mind the SmackDown commentary team. I will say I think Byron Saxton is is far better than people give him credit for. I'm not saying he's the best commentator ever, but I don't yeah, I don't hate him by any stretch of the imagination. Tor Gregory in the super chat. There you go. The buzzard puppet. We call it a velociraptor here. Excuse me. What's that? Oh, i got some wind. I was only joking, Tor. I got a sinister, suggestive kids host vibe from Bray. The Viking experience name changes because war is a keyword that can inhibit YouTube monetization. See, I thought that, but then Ember, Ember Moon is called the war, whatever thing she's got. And they have put that on YouTube before. I just don't think he liked the name. I know what you're saying. Um, And yeah, the sinister suggested kids host vibe from Bray is great because that will make it more creepy. We didn't talk about that. When you get kids involved, you're not meant to be some weird Pied Piper, Mother Hubbard around kids. Two thumbs up for the Bray White thing, I tell you. Uh, Jeffrey Pridemore in the super chat Oh you stupid chat You took that away from me Just as I was going to read it It's alright We have the power of scroll That we can that we can get back up uh, Jeffrey Pridemore Can they harness the original Do- The clown vibe with Bray Kid friendly on the surface But properly creepy Yes Jeffrey This is the kind of stuff I want to hear I like it that people are buying in So if you don't know, Doink the Clown, as you may know, just became a clown after a while. But when Matt Bourne, rest in peace, died well too early, was doing it, his idea was like an It vibe. So while you see it and you see a clown, which is meant to be happy-go-lucky, you know, oh, clown amazing, that's not what you got when you saw him. He was evil and he did bad things in the ring and sometimes he had this like psychopath stare to the camera and that's what made him a heel. And all of a sudden, even though you're seeing this friendly, childlike thing, he's not acting that way, much like it, right? And that does something to you where you instantly don't like this person. That's what we should do with Bray Wyatt. And if we can pick up on that vibe, not easy to do, but if we can do it and this was the start, he will become one of the most interesting characters on raw which he was at one point so we proven he can do it we just need to see it again so uh jeffrey pridemore i respect that uh chuck johnson <laughs> well i'll going it i'm gonna do a mick foley here chuck johnson has said simon is good but obviously he didn't say good but i'm doing a mick foley chuck that's very nice i i, I don't think that's true well i know it's not true but i appreciate it uh you put a you put a smile on my face uh, right, so circling background, yeah, I just thought it was weird the uh, Joe and iconic stuff, but hey, ho look, you had a j Styles versus Baron Corbin, a j Styles won Seth Rollins versus a j money in the bank. If you really, really, really aren't excited about a j Styles versus Seth Rollins for the championship, I think maybe it's best just to check out of w w e would be my would be my guess. I think that you know that's. A match that you want to see. And yeah, you could argue it needs more story into it, but I'm not overly down on it. I just like to I just like to roll with it. I, I really, really do. Bobby AJ in the Super Chat. Do you think the WWE did the Stars versus Rollins match to be a contender to fight against the AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view knowing it was a wanted match? Now you've said it, Bobby. I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, it's going down, what, May 19th? so it is the week before Double or Nothing, and yeah, they probably do, you know, they probably want that indie, quote-unquote, indie style match between two of the best workers in the business that can get the internet talking. I don't think it will do much to stop anybody talking about Double or Nothing, but yes, I think that way you're kind of looking at it as a a like-for-like product, Bobby, I think that's very astute, I think that's very smart. Good shout, man, I like it. Good chat today, people. I'm digging it. Right, let's catch you up on the Superstar Shake-Up if you don't know. There were some extra moves before this week's episode of Raw. So Charlotte, Andrade, Zelina Vega, and Alistair Black have all moved to SmackDown. And Cesaro, and probably some other people, have moved over to Raw. Now the reason this happened, and I'm going by what I read, who knows what's true and what's not true. If you don't know, Charlotte and Andrade are a couple. So when Andrade got moved, Charlotte wasn't happy. They decided to move Selena, uh, sorry, to move Andrade back, but he was Selena Vega. Selena Vega is married to Alistair Black, so they all had to go, otherwise you're breaking up another relationship. Confusing as all hell. It's like a puzzle nobody wants to play. Oh, there's also some stuff out there saying that Fox wanted a Hispanic star when they move across to October. I think there's probably less truth in that, because if that was the case, just moving back in September, it doesn't make any difference. But I also don't think it's, given the schedule that wrestlers go on, if you do manage to meet someone that you like and have feelings for, probably best just to keep them together. I had a quick listen to the Wrestling Observer as I was setting up this. I'm only kind of half-listened, but I caught up uh, uh, Meltzer saying something along the lines of, WWE don't want to seem like the bad guy in public and nor should they if Charlotte Andrade and Zelina and Alistair Black are all happy traveling together then just let them travel together again it's it's probably tough enough leaving your wife and kids or husband and kids at home if you manage to make that work on the road it seems a little bit mean to break them up especially when Andrade isn't really in any kind of position to be better on Raw or Smackdown because Andrade's problem was he wasn't being used properly which is true i think Andrade may win the world championship one day you know just got a feeling don't know how i based on that a lot of uh rehab has to go in but i got a gut feeling i got a gut feeling right let's go back to frequently fly he wanted to talk about this robert rude so bobby rude is now robert rude despite the commentators telling us otherwise we never actually got a real explanation as to why he's robert rude although it does sound better as a heel and he has now fashioned himself a lovely little moustache brilliant straight away there's something about a mustache when you want to be a bad guy that just works and obviously with the last name rude there's going to be comparisons to rick rude probably intentional he wears a robe and he's quite ripped you know so i i think that's probably a wink and a nod but that's okay taking a bit of nostalgia and bring it into the modern day is fine i mean bless rick rude he was one of my favorites but i would guess there's a generation that don't really know who rick rude is and wrestling is cyclical it goes round so you can take that kind of gimmick and do it again he seems a bit more you know, focus on him being glorious as opposed to wanting to grind for chicks, as, <laughs> as Rick Rude used to say. Um, but we will... You know, I, I don't I don't hate it. The thing I, I... The issue... It's a shame. I think Robert Rude, as I'll call him, i got to get into the habit, does have a decent WWE singles run in him, and he was never really given the chance. The issues I have... And when I say issues, I mean, I'm picking at straws here just because I think it makes more, for more interesting talking points. But one... He said that he'd gotten rid of Chad Gable when he hadn't. It was the superstar shakeup that got rid of him. So I, sometimes those inconsistencies make me go, well, I know that's not true. And two, he took on Ricochet here, and Ricochet suffered his first loss in WWE. Now, the thing for that, in terms of what I was worried about, I like the fact that WWE teamed Alistair Black and Ricochet together because I felt like they'd be protected, and they were. The fact that as soon as Ricochet, because obviously that's the Mr. SmackDown, as soon as that happened, Ricochet loses... It kind of annoys me, especially in a nothing match to Robert Roode. It's not the fact that I don't think Robert Roode should have won. I do, but you could have gone and gotten anybody else to do this if you just wanted to establish, oh, Bobby Roode's moving back up. So I don't understand that. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It really isn't. Wins and losses are so unimportant in WWE. We won't even be talking about it next week. But I think Ricochet is brilliant, and I think if we could have kept his undefeated streak going for a while and maybe even turned that into a thing because he's such a high flower and he's so quick... I don't I, I, don't think that that would have been a massive problem. But he did lose. I still don't know what I feel about this ricochet noise. He gets one ricochet noise before his entrance, and then he's got another ricochet noise where he takes his hood off. Probably unnecessary. I quite like the Alistair Black Creek because I thought it was quite subtle. Ricochet one is, is not subtle. But he went for the 6.30. He missed. Bobby Roode hit the DDT. Look, clean win. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I was probably too harsh on this and ups and downs now I think about it. If you want to push somebody, then push him. No, I still agree with you. You could have picked anybody else in the roster. You could have got the Ascension out to do that job and it would have achieved the same goal. Uh, Silence is her weapon zero. Massive support today, Silence. Thank you so much. He's got beefed up Cody moustache. He really does. And at first I thought, how did, how did Robert Roode grow a moustache that quickly? I forgot he had a beard. I completely forgot he had a beard. He's got a beard. Quite a good beard. Well, it was a good beard. Now he's Robert Roode. But look, it's good. If the superstar shakeup is going to allow people to come out of their shells and, and have good runs... Let's do it, man. That's what we want. It stops Raw and SmackDown from feeling uh, from feeling the same. And that's why Cesaro came across too. Like I say, Cesaro came across to Raw. He had a match with Cedric Alexander. Kind of suffered from the same problems. Did we need to see Cedric Alexander lose? No, but it was a great match. And Cesaro won a singles match on Raw. When the hell did that happen? So I'll give that two thumbs up. Two thumbs up too. That was essentially everything you need to talk about, uh, you know, from, 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 from Raw yesterday or today, whenever the hell it was. A lose track of time. I just... Well, I like the Usos and Revival thing, too. I think that would be a good program. Uh, Silence also says they could have got Kurt Hawkins to do the job on it. Well, they could have done. And then you've beaten another one of your champions again. But there's loads of dudes they've got on the roster. Give it to Tyler. I don't know what brand Tyler Breeze is anymore, but give it to Tyler Breeze. One of the Ascension, Primo, Epico, I think one of them's out injured. You know, just someone that you don't use. I'd rather everybody was used, but that can't be the case, so... Look, I'm excited to see what they do with Robert Roode. That's the key thing. And hopefully Ricochet gets a big win next week or goes into some kind of feud where he can he can really show what he can do. Because Ricochet is great. I think we all agree with that. Ricochet is the, uh, is, is the man. Uh, I've noticed a few people in the comments saying that you're really pleased I've come back to Defiant Wrestling. That means the world to me. So I just want to say that. Quick segue here because we are actually going to move on to, to non-WWE stuff. Uh, well, there's some WWE stuff in there. But um, yes, thank you so much. That's, that mean, it really, really means a lot. And you know to the people that go, what if you get injured again? okay, cool, I get injured again. That's just life's way of giving me some more information that I can then disseminate and go from there. So whatever happens, happens. Whatever be, will be. We're going to Wembley. Say, Sarah, Sarah. Uh, right I don't know whether you saw the CM Punk stuff but we have to talk about it I didn't really think it was that big a deal I tweeted out about it just for fun and I was excited and I didn't realize people were going to so, go so crazy I mean it was it's nice and short CM Punk did a signing at an indie show he then apparently maybe didn't but I think if someone said Simon what do you think I would have said yes he put on a mask and he ran into the ring he gave someone a GTS and he snuck off like a ninja that was that he was wearing the same jumper that he was doing uh, the, the meet and greet in. Yes, I know that so many people told me, Simon, it could be someone else wearing the same jumper. This is true. And maybe that's what the, he wanted to convey. But either way, that's still the message that came across. That's what you wanted you to think. So I'm allowed to think it was probably CM Punk. I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was nice. I respect CM Punk because in 2016, he said he'd do this. He said if he came back, it would be on a small show and he'd be dressed as a ninja. That's what he did. I liked it. It got the wrestling world talking. I don't think it means he's going to AEW. I don't think it means he's coming back to wrestling. Yes, Vince McMahon then went and apparently followed AJ Lee and CM Punk on Twitter. don't know if that's true, but whatever. And we'll see where it goes from there. If he's got the itch to come back to wrestle, great, wrestle. If he wants to have another MMA match, great, go have another MMA match. Whatever, Like he, he was in part of a jiu-jitsu tournament the other day and apparently it was three people in it, and he came third, and it was like, oh, punk, I was like, he, the dude is doing what he wants to do, I'm not saying you have to like him, but I'm certainly saying that there is an inspiring nature, in the sense he goes out and he tries to just live all the things that he wants, you know, live his dreams, so to speak, um, and I just thought it was a cool story, it's not going to change the world, he didn't even demask, you know, if he had demasked, that would have changed everything, but he didn't, he kept the mask on, so... I got no problems with it. I really... I just thought it was cool. It's a nice story. I woke up on Sunday and there are loads of people talking about it and I love anything in wrestling which gets people talking. It makes me... It makes me happy. All over the shop in the super chat. Do you think moving Roman to Smackdown was a good move? My man wants to say thanks for her 69th birthday shout out last week it made her day. I still love that. You're very welcome Mrs. All over the shop. I hope you had a lovely birthday and... uh Keep on going strong to your 70th, and we'll make sure we have a big party. I think moving Roman to SmackDown was the best move WWE could have done. I don't understand why we've already turned on, on, on a man that got over a real disease, but that's resting for you. We are, we are quick to forget. It separates him from Seth Rollins. It draws a line under the shield thing, which we're going to talk about in a second as well. And it's a big star, whether you like it or not. And some people are now saying, oh, SmackDown's going to be focused on Roman and, and not Kofi Kingston. Well... I don't think that would have... I think that was always going to be the case. Kofi Kingston winning the belt was never going to push him to the top of the card. Just my opinion. And WWE's done that before. They did it with CM Punk. They did it with Jeff Hardy. They did it with Rey Mysterio. They did it... Oh man, we could go on. It's a waste of our time. But it does make SmackDown feel like a bigger show. And Roman wasn't on Raw last night. I don't think he was missed. Not in a bad way. I feel like he's got more room to breathe over on SmackDown. And SmackDown is a nicer crowd. Not in a bad, Again, not in a bad way, but when I go to Raw and I go to SmackDown, SmackDown's a lot friendlier crowd than Raw. And I think maybe right now it's just a smart... A smarter... Uh Smart thing to do. So, yes, simple as. Uh, Goldust is going to AEW, or Dustin Runnels, I should say. He was granted his release from WWE. His uh, non-compete, whatever you want to call it, came up the other day. And he's going to be in, I guess, one of the main events of Double or Nothing, taking on his brother Cody. Massive fan of that. I think all the stuff that Dustin has done since then, with the promos and retiring the Goldust, Goldust character and painting his face a little bit differently and saying what this match means to him... Ticked every box for me. We never got to see the culmination of that feud a couple or maybe even three years ago in WWE. Dustin Runnels is probably on his, not his last legs, but he's probably coming towards, but well, he is coming towards the end of his career. Can still go. You know, anytime you hear anybody talk about him, they just nothing but praise. So I I, I can't think of an opponent I would have been more emotionally excited about. I can buy into Gold Dust. Again, that well, Dustin Reynolds, but the character of Gold Dust. I think he debuted in 95. I could be wrong, but it's around there. It's at least like 20-something years. Maybe 24 years, we'll say. I'm sure I'm wrong and somebody will correct me. That's like Undertaker levels of longevity. And I know he was seven and the Goldust character went way off the rails at one point. It should never have happened. Vint Russo got way too happy with that. But he came back round and now I feel like he's one of these dudes that everybody respects. And that doesn't just happen. I'm really looking forward to Double or Nothing, and I think that's probably going to be my favorite match. Much like at All In, where the most emotional fueled match was the Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis, I think they're going to do that again here. And hey, if we can come out the other side and have them as a tag team and have them versus the Young Bucks, you can do that story. You can just be there as the veteran. There's nothing wrong with having legends and veterans in your company if you use them in the right way. And when you have that, again, the emotional connection to the guy that's basically running it, again... Two thumbs up! Shout out to Chuck Johnson in the super chat. Do you think WWE are dropping the ball on NXT call ups? Well, Chuck, I think if anybody said otherwise, they would be crazy. I mean, let's try and go through some of the most recent ones. I mean, Finn Balor's been fine, Samoa Joe's been fine, but it's been a long time. As the Black so far, all good. Ricochet so far, all good. I would call it a blip on Raw. Didn't like it, but solid. You know, I haven't, I haven't got a problem with that. Otherwise, where's Heavy Machinery? I mean, I think maybe they actually officially drafted to SmackDown, so I'll have to see what happens tomorrow. But EC3's still on Raw, didn't see him. Nikki Cross is on Raw, didn't see her, so I don't know why we did that. Last Sullivan again on SmackDown, we'll see what happens later on. But, I mean, Apollo Crews didn't get on Raw again. Actually, I think he got drafted too, but still, overall, right? Not great. I mean, there's so many we can talk about. The problem is we don't have a plan, which, going back to the Bray Wyatt stuff, is why I got more confidence with it, because hopefully, because the Bray Wyatt's put a plan in place, we won't go off kilter. But we need a plan. These people need a plan, but they don't. They get called up and they don't go anywhere. They don't do anything. Easy three, for example. Why couldn't he still be down in NXT doing his thing? They need people. Uh, war raiders or their viking raiders viking experience whatever it's early days i mean they got to destroy the lucha house party no bad thing you know establishing them as a dominant team insinuated that they were going after the tag team titles because straight after that we saw a clip with with Ryder and hawkins that's not so bad but it depends where it goes And i think we now we need to get past this name stuff but we're almost there we're almost there and, and we'll keep moving forward um, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is done with the WWE. You would have seen the Shield special if you chose to watch it on the WWE Network. It was fine. Uh, the interview was cool, interesting. There were some interesting tidbits. But the big rumor is that apparently he may be retiring. Who knows how true that is? That could just be something they want to get out there because that way when he pops up at Double or Nothing, it's really exciting. He's 32 years old. He can do whatever he wants. Of course he can. You know, if he... If he feels like he's burnt out or, you know, he did almost die last year or two years ago. So he may just think there's more important things he can do. But Dean Ambrose has money on the table from a lot of people. I mean, definitely WWE. They offered him a seven-figure contract. So he can come back. He cannot come back. And if he is done, he'll always be an asterisk point that we'll talk about. A dude that probably was never allowed to reach his potential in WWE because of the way they treated him. But a guy that was excellent. So, yeah, you know. That's the uh that's about it. We'll see what he does. And he can do whatever he wants to do, such is life. And finally, the Daniel Bryan stuff. You would have noticed that Daniel Bryan hasn't been on TV since WrestleMania. He got pulled from all house shows. Apparently he's injured and nobody's talking about it. If this was anybody else, I wouldn't worry. But because it is Daniel Bryan, you start worrying that it's his brain I and mean, it's head. Because one of the last things we did see was Kofi Kingston stamping on it at WrestleMania 35. I just hope he's all right. I don't think I could go through another Daniel Bryan retirement, even more so because he was so good as this heel character. He was wonderful. We should talk about Sami Zayn, talking about great heel characters. That's how we'll finish. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't like to be that guy because speculation and rumor never helps, especially because if Daniel Bryan is going through that stuff, I'm sure that's the last thing he needs. Always remember the human element uh, when it comes to these guys. That, that sounds way too preachy. Just my opinion. I like to remember the human element. Uh, someone in the comments said i moved the show an hour earlier bro i'd moved the show a whole day earlier it's always 1 p.m bst but usually on a wednesday but i'm actually starting on tuesdays now because the chat and the super chat and the comments the engagement's been wonderful but we'll play it by you i just i just hope daniel i just want daniel Bryan to be all right i mean his family and his kid are the most important thing maybe just taking some time off and maybe the internet's got carried away and i've jumped on the i've jumped on the bandwagon But talking about great... uh, Actually, talking about retirements, yes. Ryan Armstrong mentioned it. Sheamus may be forced to retire is another rumor. Apparently, people were surprised, or at least pleased he even made it to WrestleMania, which may explain why Cesaro jumped ship to Raw and we didn't see Sheamus, and why he teamed up with... I think he teamed up with whoever he teamed up with last week. I can't remember now. But he did get concussed at WrestleMania 35, and he has had back problems. I hope, again, it's people just going over the top. I like Sheamus. There's a clip on Reddit at the moment where he's doing the... um, uh, the Black Panther sign as the New Day come and get him. Like, I, I mean, that's controversial in certain respects, but I imagine they talked about it beforehand. I like. I think he's underrated, Seamus. I think he's all right. Uh, I had one other thing that I wanted to talk about, and now I can't even remember, uh, remember what it was. Anyway, look, that's everything that's been going down. Shout out to Frequently Fly in the Super Chat, chucking some money in there. Somebody asking where Braun Strowman was. I like the fact Braun Strowman wasn't on Raw. I like it. you don't need to have people every single week. Somebody else wasn't on Someone else had the night off. Who the hell was it? They were in the dark match. I can't remember. But I like it. It makes Braun feel more special. Sucks with the people in the crowd last night in Iowa. By the way, Seth Rollins is home state, so they loved him. But yeah, I, I like it when they're not on the show. If you've got nothing for them and you're building into a feud and Samoa Joe's taken up, I think that's going to be Braun Strowman's next feud, and Samoa Joe is taken up, yeah, just keep him off. Keep him off TV. It's all right. Okay, let's answer some questions as we've got around about 20 minutes left uh keep shouting them out obviously anything in the super chat i will 100 answer and we'll head on over to the facebook group which is just cyberless pro wrestling uh facebook you just search uh, pro wrestling facebook pro wrestling podcast you search that on facebook you can join the group but obviously like i always say because we are here on youtube um super chat comments uh super chats will always take precedence because of course they do that's incredible support you guys are giving me I'm trying to think there's anything i need to say i always treat it like a segue bit i don't think so you know subscribe on youtube if you're here Twitter, Instagram at Simon 316. Patreon.com. at Simon 316. You can even come on the podcast if you go there. All the information's up there. And you can buy a shirt if you want. Simon Also, go watch my Defiant Wrestling thing when we're done here. Head on to Defiant Wrestling. You'll see a picture of me addressing my injury. Click that. And obviously, ups and downs coming in a little bit as well. Bobby Lashley wasn't on Raw. You're right. Bobby Lashley. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, Chris Chester, given his track record of turning on his friends, when is Kevin Owens' heel turn going to happen on Kofi and him become the WWE champ? Also, how would you book this? Uh, I don't think they're going to turn Kevin Owens anytime soon. I think Kevin Owens, this is it. This is his WWE face run, and that's why it scares me. It scares me because it hasn't been handled very well at the moment. He's brought back too early. He was put in a position that made no sense. I mean, how... Can we accept him as a baby face when the first thing he's doing is teaming with McMahon to take somebody else's shot. Uh, but we'll see. Kevin Owens is great. Kevin Owens is really good. Oh, Sami Zayn. That's what I wanted to talk about. Sami Zayn is brilliant, right? They're both great. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That promo, Sami Zayn cut on Raw, just put the biggest smile on my face. He comes out and he says, all of anxiety, apprehension, he now realizes comes from the fans because he hates them. And... <laughs> He then goes on to show the pictures of him on holiday like your aunt and uncle would do when you used to go around their house and you'd be like, bruh, what are you doing? I don't want to see it. And then says the fans could take a trip to hell. It is brilliant. Sami Zayn, and again, people go, oh, heel in 2019, you shouldn't like it. But that's just wrestling. That's just wrestling. That's just what happens. It was fantastic. 10 out of 10. Five stars all around. Cracked me up. I think Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn Bray Wyatt, and Daniel Bryan, if they all can get going again, I think maybe the three most interesting things across all those shows. I hope so anyway. Just excellent Sami Zayn. So funny so funny so stupid Josh Gale hey Simon Hope all is well noticed a fair bit of hate on Bailey's Twitter comments these past few days do you think this is backlash to the rumors of her and Sasha having a hissy fit I think Daniel Bryan is right we're fickle that's just some wrestling fans I think sometimes we forget that is the vocal minority like, I'm all up for having a chat and a debate but I don't hate any of them I never, I would never in a million years go on anybody's social media and say awful things so I think that's crazy talking about Sasha Banks apparently they're an impasse WWE and Sasha and they're Happy for her to sit out her contract. I don't know where it ends, but that could be a long ass time. So that is going to be an interesting point of view. Obviously, Neville was able to do it. Uh, shout out to Neville as well, actually, or Puck as he's known now. He was at the Defiant show last week. He's such a nice guy. I mean, he'll never hear that. But what a lovely man he is. Just a good dude all around and obviously an incredible wrestler, too. But maybe, maybe fans should do that, but they shouldn't take things so personally. I mean, right or wrong, let's say they were wrong to throw a hissy fit. I don't really have, I sit in the middle. Everyone's allowed to make a mistake and everyone is allowed to do stupid. Who hasn't done stupid things at work? I've done stupid things at work. I remember once I was in a cover meeting. I used to work on magazines. You used to take your covers in to be shown. And they went way too crazy as far as I'm concerned. I got yelled at. So I ate. my editor-in-chief came back and he said, Miller, how'd you cover me? And I ate the paper <laughs> to prove my point. It's a stupid thing to do, but I did. Sleep... Is her weapon zero in the super chat, who's massively supported the podcast today. Silence, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Do you think WWE could go the way of wait for it? WCW, if they aren't careful. They've been the big dog for so long and got too comfortable, in my opinion. Come back, repo man. Ah, oh, I think I'm doing a podcast about repo man soon. I on my Twitter at Simon316. I'll keep you, I'll keep you in. Um, do I, no, I don't, WWE is going to have to drop a long way before they get world championship wrestling levels. World championship wrestling was the people that would do a no DQ match that ended in DQ or they'd have a, you know, pins only and there'd be submissions. And sometimes they counteract their own story. The thing I always tell is when they told me that Goldberg had actually gone off script and he was meant to take a powerbomb, but he changed his mind. You're really going to have to open the door and smash it into the floor to get to where WCW was and I hope I don't want that to happen I have no interest in seeing WWE go down that road what I'd like to happen is I'd like AEW to to take off and I know I get tweets every day calling me an AEW shill and clearly I'm on the AEW books I'm just excited about AEW I'm excited about MLW Ring of Honor I'm not so excited about the moment because I think they need to have a little bit of a reshuffle just my personal opinion i'm excited about impact impact's really good right now production of that is great i want everything to do well because if everything does, does well and the creativity rises wwe will match to reach them you said it yourself they've been the big dog for too long so i'm not saying anyone can compete with wwe just burp them and nothing thanks a lot what's wrong with my gut today that was disgusting apologize to everybody shouldn't have mentioned it but we did yeah, if WWE, you know, if WWE has to, if that's how they have to raise their game, then do it. Do, it's fine. I want everyone to do well. I want every wrestling promotion in the world to do really well. And again, just to um, just to underline it, I, I, I know when he pays me to do anything. Again, think about the connotations. Vince McMahon does not ring me up and tell me what to say. Cody Rose does not ring me up and tell me what to say. That doesn't make any sense. Simon, give this thing an up. That doesn't happen. That's, it would never happen. It'd be, imagine I recorded that and released it. If it ever does happen, I'll tell you. I promise. If Vince Man or Cody Rose wants to hire me, email address is on my Twitter bio. (laughs) My man, Adam Pearson. Is it wrong that I thought Mercy the bird raptor, thank you, I appreciate that, was just the gobbledygooker after multiple wellness violations and a distinct lack of DDP yoga? It's not too far away. Let's be honest, it's not too dissimilar to the giant turkey it's true. Thomas Speller. Hey, Simon. Was I the only one that enjoyed Batista versus Triple H at Mania? Do you think I enjoyed it more because I grew up watching their feud and it was the first feud that got me into WWE? Of course. That will absolutely help. Nostalgia is the most powerful thing in um in all of uh, in all of WWE uh, in many ways. It's why some people will get a real kick out of a certain feud if they haven't seen it before. Because they haven't seen it before, so it feels fresh to them. And some people don't understand that, but it's because we've seen it before. I like Triple H versus Batista. Too long. It was the longest match on the show. Could have cut it down. But I enjoyed seeing Batista back. I enjoyed doing Triple H back. I'm a big fan of the Legends on WrestleMania. It was fine. It was fine. I, I would, you know, three out of five, I would give it, although I'd never do star ratings. Uh, Sean... Oh, man, I always get your last name wrong, don't I? I'm going to go with Gahorn. That's <laughs> not right, is it? You're allowed to hate me. Take your money back. Shout out in the Super Chat. Hey, Simon, a couple of weeks ago, I asked about Oscar getting a valet to help with promos. We got with that with Paige, but we put them in a tag team. What are your thoughts? I like... I mean, I like... The thing is, we wanted them to do something with Oscar and putting them in a tag team that's going and going after the championships, along with Kyrie Sane, who is brilliant, and Paige. who is over. People like Paige. Yeah, you're right. I think you nailed it, my friend. You said she needed it. She got it. We put them in a tag team, which probably protects Oscar, much like the Aleister Black-Ricochet situation that we talked about earlier. So, Sean, man, I yeah, absolutely do. You, you smash that, and I think Paige will help massively. Um, I think Kyrie Sen and Hell will be a great team. They're already the best tag team on the roster by default because they're that good. And if they can win the championships and do what Bailey and Sasha Banks should have done, in my opinion... I think that will help both. And it will allow us to forget that, yes, Kyrie's saying... uh, Sorry, Kyrie saying that Oscar beat Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble and nothing happened because of it. No rematch. Uh, Silence is her weapon again, dude. The support today. How dare you support AEW? I'm giving you a repo down. (laughs) Love you, Simon. Keep using the Smackdowns. Always, dude. Always. I get that every day. I don't care. I think sometimes I mention that as well and people think the hate gets to me. The hate never gets to me. The odd comment will penetrate my armor, but mostly... I get it it's just trolls on the internet they can say whatever you want I can say whatever you want now I'll pick a name randomly Derek Keaton there we go Derek Keaton says hello Simon I also do not have hair if I wanted to I could go crazy at Derek Keaton but I won't because I'm not an insane person (laughs) but there are some crazy people on the internet but bring it all as long as people care about what I do good bad as long as they're not indifferent this man will keep on smiling Mark Roy Day firstly great to see you back in the ring congratulations thank you Mark uh, I'm very excited about it. I really am. It, it, it adds something to my life I didn't know I needed. So Bray's new gimmick, your thoughts, sir? Does it actually have a chance or is it doomed to fail like all the other reincarnations of his character? Also, rumor is the idea is his and not something W's created for him. Well, and we've talked about it, but I will just confirm that yes, it was his idea. Well, certainly that's, I've got that from an overwhelming different number of people. Um, so yeah, that's why, I got, that's why I believe in it. I think he has a plan. Thomas Speller, what are your thoughts on Stephen Larson, aka Going In Raw podcast? I love those guys. They are the nicest, nicest people in the world. I've met them at a couple of shows. Brilliant. And if you're on their YouTube or Twitter or whatever, tell them I said hello and tell them that they're good eggs. And I'm a big fan. Uh, Ryan Howard. Hey, mate. Do you think WWE would seriously consider having Seth lose the title to AJ in his first defense? Feels as though this match could have built longer and saved for SummerSlam. I agree, but again, I think they're giving. I think they're doing this to appease us, and that's not necessarily the right way to go about it. But if they were never going to do it, and now we get it. I'm all for it. AJ will lose, or I presume whatever AJ's feuds. Ne- uh, Drew McIntyre gets involved, so he'll go and fight feud with Seth or whatever. But look, I'm all about living in the now with WWE. They haven't done long-term storytelling for so long, which is a negative, and we should criticize it as and when it makes sense. But. If, that's the, if I'm still going to watch, and they have proven that, you know, Boy Who Cried Wolf, they've proven that to me now, it seems silly for me to all of a sudden get upset that they're not doing it. AJ moves to Raw. I get AJ versus Seth. And look, an injury could happen, right? We could wait to SummerSlam and someone gets injured. I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is uh, at Money in the Bank. Uh, Tristan Dan Whitcomb it's been a while since I asked anything so I hope you're well and glad you're back in the ring thank you what do you think of the rumors surrounding Dean Ambrose retiring and what are your predictions of next year Wrestlemania I intend on going next year we talked about Dean Uh, you can go back and listen to that WrestleMania 36, the big rumor is going to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I do not believe that for one second. Unless The Rock is going to retire from movies, he's just worth too much money. If he does what he did before he filmed Hercules, that is going to piss off so many people, and not to sound like a hierarchical crazy person, but more important people than currently exist in WWE. Hollywood is more important in that kind of world than WWE, or in terms of power, it's just true. At first, I thought maybe we would wait off with Charlotte and Becky till then. Apparently, we've got a face off between them later, so unlikely. So I really don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I think it's going to be an interesting 12 months to next year's WrestleMania. I think we need to build some stars. Uh, I can't even guess. Maybe CM Punk comes back. (laughs) Shouldn't have said that. Uh, Chris Hanna, what do you think of Roman versus Seth, champion versus champion at WrestleMania 36? Not against that. Unify the belts shield thing good idea Cameron Sykes do you think WWE will ever give up on trying to make Corbin a star the constant raw main events are probably a bad sign yeah it was too much Baron Corbin this week but I do like the fact they're doubling down with the whole um you know I I retired Kurt Angle I think that's important so I I don't think he's ever going to be a super duper star and I think we could balance out the use of his time better but I'm not against Baron Corbin as some people are I think he's okay I know that gets people upset Uh, Chris Connor O'Dyer. why do you think Shayna Baszler hasn't been called up there's a very cynical theory that it might be because no matter how good she is she's not a model so Vince doesn't care about her great to hear what you think on the topic well I don't agree with that I think you can go through the roster and there's plenty of people that don't look like models so no I just think it's a timing thing if she does come up now she's just going to get annihilated like everybody else she's doing really good in NXT you know a few more months down there is probably just going to refine her edges I'm never, ever going to wish anyone from NXT to be called up too soon. I'm always going to just sit back and wait and see what happens. And that's what I'm going to do with Shayna Baszler. She keeps coming on. She keeps getting better. You know, she absolutely can fit in that women's division. I think if Ronda Rousey doesn't want to come back, that Shayna Baszler can fit into, you know, into into that ilk. We'll, We'll see what she does. You don't know what the plans are. But I think if she gets called up now, she would be... She would be, you know, just crazy. Uh, Colin Wright, hey, Simon, if you ever doubt the power of podcast, just know that I had someone last week ask me on Twitter, are you the Spanish Phoenix from Simon Miller's wrestling show? So I guess you even gave me context. Well, I'm proud of that. I still want What Culture Live Toronto SummerSlam week, so I'm going to barrage all of you at What Culture. Do it. And I've come up with a new term for all the bands on Raw and SmackDown, just for Michael Sidgwick. I call it Sidgy Raw and Sidgy SmackDown. What do you think? I imagine he'll like that very much. Christian Brown, Lars Sullivan winning, title, uh, winning the WWE title in 18 months. Too ambitious? Bro, I'd say a year. I think that he'll be a champion quick. Vince McMahon, like, I mean, they do it with Braun Strowman, so maybe it'll be different. So yeah, maybe 18 months is fair. But if we go back to non-Braun Strowman big man WWE booking, he'll win it really quickly. And he'll win it from nowhere. Uh, I can see him beating Kobe Kingston. I can absolutely see him beating Kobe Kingston. It wouldn't surprise if that happens within six months. We'll find out. Aaron Salber. day, Simon. Hope all is well. Just would like to know your thoughts on Cody versus Dustin. Match double or nothing. Has been a mixed reaction to it. Personally, I think it'll be good. We talked about it earlier. What's the mixed reaction, though? I don't think there's any mixed. I'm sure there have been mixed reactions. I didn't see it. I guess I just missed it. Now again, like who else was Marty? Uh, I was going to say Marty because I was going to say Marty Skell. Cody Rhodes could have faced Marty Skell, but he's under contract to Ring of Honor. Who else is out there? Again, I love the fact that they did the emotional thing with the NWA Championship. All in. I feel this is part two of that. I think it's like a trilogy of stuff they're they're building to, and I'm I'm all good with it. I'm looking forward to it. I really. As soon as it got announced, I was like, excellent. I love Goldust, Dustin Reynolds. I think he's great. J.M. Patricks, I was so caught off guard by the whole Bray Wyatt segment, but now I've had some time to think about it. It could be awesome. I like this. He's obviously not going to be a kids TV host. The segment had very dark undertones It was meant to catch you off guard and creep you out. These segments will get darker as the weeks go on. As long as they do, money. Francesco Bozo, hi I'm Simon, I hope you're having a great day, Sami Zayn is killing it on Raw, how would you book him going forward, would you give him a singles title or tag title, since he hasn't won one since moving to the main roster, that is the thing, someone mentioned earlier, what does Bray Wyatt do in the ring, and I think it's the same for Sami Zayn, what does Sami Zayn do in the ring, who does he feud with, who is the person that comes out to defend the fans, we're still waiting for that, could be a Rey Mysterio, I think he would be able to do it well, Um who else is even on Raw? i need to see a roster. Ricochet could have been that guy, but maybe he's going to be tied up with Robert Roode. Uh, Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman. Or, I don't know. It's interesting. The best thing about Sami Zayn is that he hasn't just turned himself up to 11. He's turned himself up to 89. Like, he even takes the mick out of his own ring entrance. He takes the mick out of himself. He's so good, Sami Zayn. He's brilliant. But you're right. I don't know where we go from here. I really don't. I don't know what's next. Um... But I'm excited to see it. And even if he cuts promos for another month, I'm all right with it. Again, the Sami Zayn promo on Raw had me in tears. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Jeffrey Dietz. Hey, Simon. Hope you had a good weekend. I did. Uh, Was wondering how you thought about the Universal title picture after the shakeup. I was excited that Samoa Joe got immediately involved. However, he's still only one match since becoming US champion. It's not going to be him. I'm a bit worried about the Universal championship picture. Not in a bad way. Just I don't know what we're going to do. AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins will be great, but it will be a one-off. I don't think it's the start of the feud. I think we then transition into Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre, and I don't know if I want to see that. I don't know why. Drew McIntyre right now feels lost to me, and he's great. It's not his fault, but maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he needs some focus. And then if we do do Drew, does he win? Does he take it off Seth Rollins? And if not, who's the next one? Bobby Lashley? Baron Corbin? These aren't exactly light-up feuds, and maybe that's the problem with Raw and SmackDown at the moment, you know. Roman Reigns feels like a star. Seth Rollins does. (laughs) I run out of names. Or at least interesting feuds. Maybe that's why we need to get Bray Wyatt back. Bray Wyatt and that character going against Seth Rollins, that would interest me more. Because you can do different things. It'll be weird. It will be creep. Hopefully, we do all these things. But yeah, I don't know. I really really don't know what's next for the Universal Championship. But I guess they do have a bit of leeway, WWE, in the sense that it hasn't been on Raw for so long that... It just feels nice to have it back. And obviously, Triple H made it clear on Raw. There's no plans to do a Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar rematch. Brock is gone for the time being. He doesn't have the championship, so it's not like he's holding the title hostage. So we'll take it from there. We'll take it from there. It's early days. It's early days. Thomas Sutton. So AJ and Rollins is going to be a great match, but are they pulling the trigger? Ah, oh, we've done that one, Thomas. I love you, but we, we, we you're right. Um, you, you're right. We could have held it off. But we've talked about it. But again, that's the consensus. And I appreciate that and I respect it. A lot of people wanted a bigger story. It's a face versus face match as well. Other than sort of Hogan-Warrior at WrestleMania six, It's not really something that WWE likes doing. Even in 2019 when heels and faces aren't the same. Uh, as once they once were. My man, Shan, I can't pronounce your name, Shan, Shan Daniels, just read Jeff Hardy is injured, and what do you think of Hobbs and Shaw? That is true, apparently Jeff Hardy is injured, I don't know how he did it, I think, I can't remember where I read the report, Uh, I hope he's alright, obviously the Hardy boys are the tag team champions, hope it's nothing serious, if they lose the titles later, there's something serious, but I hope it's not. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, I watched the Hobbs and Shaw trailer, it just looks like the most ridiculous film I've ever seen, and I'm sure it will do Gangbusters, because most of The Rock's movies do absolute gangbusters. <laughs> but I also felt like I'd seen the whole movie in the trailer. Will I go and see it? Maybe, maybe not. Rock movies have all kind of blurred into one for me now. I watched the early lot and I was like, I don't, I'll don't. maybe watch them when they come on Netflix. But don't necessarily feel the need to see them all the time. But hey man, a fair play to The Rock. I was watching him advertise the original Xbox on YouTube the other day. Just one of these random videos that came up. And I thought, wow, how far this guy has come. I mean, it really is an incredible, an incredible thing to think where he started, the way the wrestling fans felt about him, and now where he's laid his hat. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. But that that's the success of The Rock. And I don't think there's any in terms of the most I, I see this a lot, in terms of the most successful crossover star ever. There he is. John Cena hosted the Ellen Degeneration. I kind of pronounced her last name. The Ellen show in America. Massive that show. Does crazy views. And apparently did a good job. I haven't seen it. Still ain't The Rock. And that's the point. If this had happened before The Rock, I bet WWE would be doing backflips. But now The Rock stars in Hollywood movies with Jason Satham and, you know, who needs Jumanji 2 at the moment with Kevin Hart. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Again, Silence Silence is Her Weapon Zero is the the MVP of today's show who's donated yet more money in the Super Chat. I really appreciate it, dude. You have no idea how much it helps and how much it helps support the podcast and it frees up the time to allow me to do it. So thank you so much. Um, I'm disappointed the NXT Championship isn't a gigantic WWE logo on a yellow strap <laughs> brown down also thoughts on who will win Money in the Bank I want Andrade I've been thinking about Money in the Bank a lot I mean we're a month away let me double check that I got my phone right here so we one... yeah so Sunday it'll be three weeks on Sunday one two three so four weeks I don't know Lars Sullivan would be my guess if he gets in it again because what we were talking about earlier I bet against Braun Strowman last year and realized how stupid that was WWE is never going to do that Andrade could win it, maybe. Depending on what the plan is, again, it all depends on what the field is. There was a leaked one, wasn't there? I can't remember what the hell that was now. But I think if Last Sullivan is in it, I would imagine he'd win it because I don't think that WWE wants to stop his push anytime soon, or at least you know give him even something that even could be remotely tied to a defeat that was the other interesting thing on Raw notice how they're real keen to talk about Ronda Rousey losing now I think Vince McMahon has realized she's not coming back to the company a la um Brock Lesnar like he used to do after Wrestlemania so now we have to double down and just you know they black out the the roll-up pin they hear the one two three no controversy no nothing Ronda Rousey gets treated like, like anybody else how quickly these things changed eh and look Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans I don't actually hate Loads of people were crapping on that Alicia Fox match. They don't crap on matches anymore. It wasn't great, but it was fine. It did the job. They screwed up. I'm not going to shit on somebody for screwing up. It uh, seems so wrong to me. That's like somebody coming in here now and saying, Millie, you screwed that up. You screw-. or last week, when people like, I did, someone just said I was an idiot for screwing up. I didn't mean to. I don't ever mean to screw up, and I, I take great pride in my work. So I'm never going to give that stuff a down, tying into ups and downs, which starts in a second. I'm always going to you know, try and... I, I'll say that it's bad, but I'm never going to jump down people's necks for it. Because we've all screwed up. And you can say I'm an idiot and I'm not a good critic. That's cool. I try and be different anyway. <laughs> so I'll take it. Uh, right, on that note, we are coming up to the hour mark. I want to thank everyone for th- today's episode. Was- today's episode was so good in terms of the engagement and all the love and all the support. I may just mix it to Tuesdays. And it may just be a fluke. But this has been one, of the- in terms of the amount of people watching, it's been the biggest one. So thank you so much. And again, if you are listening on uh, audio, uh, be that iTunes or whatever, those numbers have gone up too. So thank you to everybody. Everybody that listens to this and everybody who hears my voice now, I really appreciate you. And thank you so much. Again, Twitter, Instagram at SimonMiller316. All supported by patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316. We're on YouTube right now. YouTube.com, the Miller Report rules. Hit the subscribe button if you're here. Come on over and do so otherwise. Shout out to Stephen Taylor, who has just supported the super in the super chat for no reason other than I hope he wanted to I hope it wasn't an accident so that's really cool so a lot of people asking for the Bullet Club block party footage it's getting uploaded soon don't worry we're just trying to get stuff done obviously Wrestlemania fallout and then the bank holiday weekend over here always gets in the way I think that's everything. Check out Defiant Wrestling. Please do go watch my comeback promo. If for nothing else, the bigger numbers it gets, the bigger draw I look, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. We're tearing down the wall here. I ain't going to hold ego to ransom. And of course, right now, the reason we finish at 2 p.m. is because Raw Ups and Downs is about to start over on culture Wrestling. I will shut all this down and I will jump across to there. So if you can come join me in the chat we can carry on having a discussion. But thank you again. Another shout out to Silent is her weapon zero who once again is supporting the super chat and just says uh, have the winner successfully cash in the last two cash ins for the men have made me think it's just a case of a looming threat. Absolutely. The next money in the bank winner has uh, has to cash that in and has to be a success. We've gone too far the other way. I'll see you over on What Culture Wrestling. Thanks so much for watching. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and do all of that. Keep an eye out for the second episode in the week. Keep watching my other YouTube videos. Subscribe to all the crazy stuff that I do. A starting soon image is now going to come up because I haven't made an ending one yet, but at least I made a starting one. And that's progress. Thanks very much. I'll talk to you later.